Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Carla Fowler. How are you doing, Carla, and where are you hanging out right now? I'm doing very well today. Uh, it's a beautiful day in Maine. Uh, got out to do some biking this morning, and I'm just appreciating it. <laughs> oh, wonderful. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. It's my delight. Dr. Carla Fowler is an MD, PhD, and elite executive coach who uses the latest research from performance science to help leaders achieve ambitious goals. I think your mission to leverage the best ideas from performance science to help these leaders around the globe is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Carla. It's great to be here, Uwe. Yay. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, well, I work with senior leaders and they are generally pursuing ambitious goals for themselves. And so perhaps not surprisingly, they are generally looking to level up their results, uh, but they're often finding themselves at the point when working harder or working longer hours is just not feasible or sustainable anymore. And so they're looking for other resources or other orthogonal ways to approach performance uh, beyond just, can I outwork the competition? Can I work harder? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really meet with them to uh, help them use performance science and find those other ideas that are really mm -hmm. going to, in, maybe in a multiplicative way with their hard work, uh, help them achieve things they have not achieved before. Wonderful. Can you give us a, a, an example of a sit typical situation they find themselves in so my audience can kind of like um, 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 find something you know, mm -hmm. that is relevant to them as well? Thank you. Yeah. Well, one great example could be like I work with a number of startup founders. And of course, mm -hmm. they are in the situation of having limited resources and trying to scale a big mountain. Often there is a time component, you know, sort of a race to market. So that might be one example where uh, they are having to work very smart. Um, they're also working very hard, incidentally, but uh, they need um, some other creative different ways to think about how to mm -hmm. focus. Um, a different example could be um, someone, for example, who's been elevated into like a C-level role at a global mm -hmm. firm. Um, and so I have worked at folks in that situation. And um, so, for example, they may be thinking about both how do they um, kind of raise their visibility, establish their credibility with their mm -hmm. team, um, and really help direct that strategy uh, and, um, and think about that. And of course, as you onboard into a new role, that also is quite a bit of work. And so mm. really focusing and thinking about where to put your energy and bandwidth uh, becomes very important. Excellent. Thank you for the clarification. So everything around transitioning and, uh, and new challenges ahead uh, is kind of like the typical situation that they find themselves in, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And often the challenges um, that they are uh, facing, like one of the common themes that I really see is that um, they are often experiencing the discomfort of uncertainty. So uncertainty (laughs) as they are leading um, and making decisions for their teams and company. And so that's um, obviously that pops up in a number of different places, but I think that is uh, kind of the theme or the big challenge that I thought we could talk about today. Wonderful. And, um, you know, speaking of humans, right? (laughs) So what are common mistakes uh, they typically make when trying to solve these challenges? Well, so first I'll just say the way our brains developed evolutionarily, uh, we were built to not like uncertainty. You know, uncertainty is like there's a tiger hiding in the bushes that's going to eat us. And um, so our brains don't like it. And thus, we often have a couple different responses to it that are what cause sort of the mistake potentially. So um, one example would be, um, so we can use that startup founder again. And um, she, you know, is uh, doing some market research on some technology they're trying to like release out into the market and it's just going slow. Uh, And she is feeling, you know, impatient. There is some time pressure, like runway pressure. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she, you know, is having trouble kind of sitting with that. And so starts to maybe rush some decisions, potentially that there isn't good data to make yet, or um, starts to kind of get into the weed with the team running it and try and rush things along. And, um, you know, morale starts to suffer. So that's a great example of when we face uncertainty and then we try and control it or we try to like limit it. Um, But a different common mistake, and so maybe some people will resonate with that one, but a different one is uh, we try to avoid it. <laughs> so uh, let's say we have um, we have a lawyer who uh, a senior lawyer at their firm. They have been charged with growing like a new book of business in a new area for the firm. You know they have been successful with their old clients, and that's why they've been given this opportunity. And you know they feel really confident about their old clients, uh, but they just find it's kind of slow going. Um, You know, they haven't been in that space of going from zero to one very recently, and they are finding that they're just not making time for it. They keep sort of going back to their old clients, going back to the work that they feel like really good at because they are really good at it Mm. and not they know actually what to do because they've done it before. But that discomfort of the uncertainty of like, where are those new clients going to come from? Mm. They just kind of avoid it, put it on the back burner. So um, those are the two uh, flavors of mistake that can come from our desire to avoid that uncertainty. Oh, thank you for saying that. And there are many tigers out there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so before I ask Carla, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Carla, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these challenges? So uh, when I am faced with uncertainty and also when my clients are faced with uncertainty, I actually like to put on my scientist uh, hat. (laughs) So uh, in past of my training, um, I got a PhD and while it was in lab science, I have actually found that There are many things we can learn from the practice of science that help us in our business lives and in our leadership journey. And so 
when I worked in the lab, you know, we would walk into work every day and you don't know the answer. In fact, your job is to figure that out. And so in some ways it was sort of maximal uncertainty every day. And so what I encourage people to do when they face uncertainty in their life is to ask the question or to consider whether they could reframe it as an opportunity to run a good experiment. Mm. And so what I like to say is, you know, the first step of running a good experiment is figuring out one area of your life where there might be something you'd like to go differently. And maybe you felt sort of stuck on it for a while, but just pick one place of uncertainty that you'd like to learn something about in your life. And then I recommend identifying a test action or intervention that you want to try. Uh, usually that's doing something different than what you were doing before and um, and really defining what that different thing would be. Uh, and then there's a couple tips to set up a good experiment. So one is to think about how long should you do something differently before you uh, you know, measure your results. Mm -hmm. The second is, how would you like to measure your results? There's some things like revenue that are very easy to calculate or see the numbers for, but for other things, we sometimes need to think about who might we get feedback from? Mm -hmm. Where might that come from? Mm -hmm. uh, the next piece is, I always say, make the upside bigger than the downside. So if you were going to roll out a new presentation style, uh, you don't have to do it at your company all hands meeting for the first time. You could start with a little bit of a lower pressure environment and try it out first before you take it to the big leagues. Take uh, them to a test drive, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I um, always like to say, think about how you would learn something, whether the intervention was successful in what you wanted, or even if it was unsuccessful. Uh, so learning something either way so that it was a valuable experience for you. And, um, and so I think that's something really worth thinking about as well. Wonderful. Very insightful. And deep. thank you for sharing these insights. And I want to give you also the opportunity and platform to share where people can find you, but also, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Excellent. Well, uh, people can certainly find me and learn more about my coaching practice at thaxa.com. And we can put that in the show notes. Um, sure. But if you want to learn more about performance science, uh, my LinkedIn profile is a great place to go. Um, and we can link to that as well. But it has lots of different conversations I have about performance science. And finally, um, I, we will make a welcome page. And I have a free uh, resource just about how to relish uncertainty. And that both has more about this idea of running good experiments, but also um, some different um, mindsets or perspectives that people can try on. Sometimes we need to do something differently. Sometimes we actually need to think differently. So it has uh, both angles discussed. Excellent. Of course, we'll put everything in the show notes so people can check it out. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> so Carla, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? The question that I love is just backing up a little bit to the beginning and asking the question of, well, beyond just avoiding the mistakes, why should we try to relish uncertainty? You know, uh, isn't uncertainty sort of inherently bad? And uh, it is true in the bucket of uncertainty, there are some negative things. I think we call those things risk, 
but actually uncertainty is not the same as risk. And so one of the things I've noticed over time is that also in the bucket of uncertainty is also where opportunity and growth lie for us. Um, if we think back to some of the things we are most proud that we have accomplished in our lives, we if we look before we accomplish them, often we may notice that there was a good amount of uncertainty about what the outcome was going to be. Were we going to be able to accomplish it? And so there was uncertainty prior to the pride, to the accomplishment, um, and to the benefit. Mm. And so um, I think it's important for us to remember that within that bucket, there is positive um, and not just negative. And um, that also leaning into uncertainty and welcoming it into our life uh, is one of the best ways to prevent our lives from narrowing and getting stagnant. And I think particularly as we go on in life, that is so important that we continue to expand and grow um, and not to get stuck. So that's why I think I, I think about relishing uncertainty. Yeah, it, it never ends, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, so this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Mm, I love this question. Uh, so I was just thinking about it. And uh, this past spring, it was sort of unexpected. Uh, it was like April 2nd. Uh, we were in Wyoming, uh, where we lived this winter. and. Uh, there was a uh, big snowstorm like that, mm. you know, late in the spring. It actually shut all the roads to the ski mountain outside of the valley. We were outside Driggs, Idaho, and um, we uh, did manage to make it to the ski area. There were three feet of powder snow, like beautiful Rocky Mountain powder snow. And mm. my husband and I just love to ski in deep powder. And um, it was this magical experience because very few people actually got up to the mountain. And then um, we just were experiencing the flow state of doing the skiing and kind of being connected to our bodies and the athleticism to do that, but also connected to each other and our shared enjoyment of that activity and connection to everyone else who was up there, like lots of people we don't even know, but who were just sharing in the joy and the magic of nature and the experience of doing this very rare April ski. <laughs> what a beautiful description having the shivers right now thank you for sharing mission accomplished <laughs> <laughs> well thank you um, Carla for this beautiful uh, goosebumps moment also thank you for our conversation it was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today mm, you are so welcome Uwe. oh thank you it was my pleasure thank you for listening and as always energizing results to you and your Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.